Welcome to season three of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs Podcast. I'm Tyler. If you're new to the podcast, we are three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, well, you know what to expect. The three connoisseurs haven't changed, and the producers are always a wild card. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our previous content. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And along with us today is producer Colby. Hello, Colby. Hey. Hey. Where's the Scottish coming from? That was weird. Well, you'll find out. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> in today's episode, we're going to be reading one of my personal favorites. I actually got out of the brewery in order to come here to record this episode. Uh, Black Swan Brewing out of Stratford. There you go. Uh, and we're going to be having two beers on this episode, uh, as we normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. first one is IPA, which is the name of it and the style <laughs> of it. Uh, and the second one is Porter, which again is the name of it and the style of it. Uh, so, yeah. What an easy segment for you, eh? Yeah, it's perfect. There you go. And to end the episode, we're going to be discussing school memories. We'll see how it ties in later on. Mm-hmm. All right, we're back. So yes, we are. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say, that's usually Chris's thing. But yeah, you were like getting on I, me for saying that. Yeah. I was hoping you'd pick up yeah. on it. He's going to open her up <laughs> later, don't worry. I'm, yeah, I'm going to do it every segment now. Every, do it. Every transition. Just do it. So located at 144 Downey Street in downtown Stratford, uh, originally owned by a, a couple of local middle school teachers. Hmm. Who are home brewers? We have not seen that story ever before. No, <laughs> oh, no, we have not. Brewers? <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of them is still still owns it to this day. But uh, now there's a little. But like yeah. Colby's putting a little quip here. You know, uh, yeah. who wouldn't want a beer after teaching grade seven and eights all day? Am I right? <laughs> huh? I mean, I, uh, I I've, I've never taught grade sevens or eights, but I could imagine. There yes. So they decided to go all in, and Black Swan officially opened its doors in October of 2014. After converting the building from a lingerie store. Uh, I'm still waiting for a label that's going to tie that in eventually. Yeah, it seems like they've gone a different direction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, this is uh, after, obviously, is the uh, the red tape from Council Reviews, and there's no objections on it. So, the city of Stratford said, we want a brewery. Well, beer, lingerie. I mean. Yeah, what would you rather have? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris. Save that, save that thematic conversation. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, why aren't we talking about lingerie? Should we put that up? As a I really hope that doesn't have to tie into middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say maybe that becomes our poll. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, no. Like, we'll put that on our Instagram. Hey, no, I, I got what you meant. Don't worry, I got it. <laughs> anyway, so a nice little fun little tidbit. A few of the original beers long before Black Swan came to fruition. So we're talking like 2007, 2008 on a very tinier scale, were made and created a home brewing in my sister's old house, actually. So my sister bought the house from one of the original owners of uh, Black Swan. Um, so, yeah. So your sister did not do the home brewing? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. No, not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Uh, in two- 2018, Black Swan did undergo a bit of a renovation to get it where it is at today by purchasing five fermenters, a bright tank, and hot and cold liquor tanks. And this was to help create more product and more consistency throughout. Nice. So the head brewer of Black Swan, his name is Phil Phillips, uh, and 
Wasn't that like an American Idol singer or something? I believe it like was Philip Phillips. Oh, which, so close which enough. Which is actually Philip Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. I really. like this one better. This is a different person. Yeah. Different person. Same name. Yeah. Uh, so he's been able to fine tune the recipes, uh, create an experiment with different hops and added adjuncts. Um, and many of the ingredients that they use actually come from the local Perth County area uh, from different producers. And some he even grows in his own garden. Uh, so the brewing area of the brewery is known as Phil's Playground. Yes. Now, fun fact, full disclosure, I feel like I should probably toss this in, is that I actually know Phil Phillips. Um, I haven't talked to Phil in years, though. But knows of him. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> Phil and I actually went to elementary school together, and you can see why this is now kind of all tying in. There it is. Uh, to our thematic conversation. Um, Phil and I used to actually be really great friends, and uh, as we said, kind of offline. Brett, what'd you say? That maybe you should still be friends if you know. <laughs> Had I known yeah, that, you know he was going to be a brewer. Uh, they would have. I should. He would have kept the lines of communication open throughout yeah, the last yeah. twenty years. <laughs> I think it was after about grade six at Hamlet Public School that we we kind of parted ways a little bit. Maybe maybe because you went to separate five. schools after that. Yeah, um, I don't know exactly what happened. You know, those are the fine things about uh, childhood memories, and we'll get there. Yeah, it's yeah, just what happens. Are. So before the expansion, Black Swan did not have a canning line which we see usually with a lot of these breweries. Um, so they're only able to purchase on tap in store or an elixir or a growler. Um, after this, uh, you know, you could also get the stubby, the 355 milliliter yes. glass bottles. Ooh. Still right. got a couple of those at home. A stubby? <laughs> bottle, <laughs> yeah, stubby bottle. Good, good for you. <laughs> so nowadays everything uh, comes full, you know, circle and uh, cans are there. So uh, they do actually share a canning line. Um, with job site. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So in 2020 as well, due to assistance from a local government grant, they were able to install a walk-in cooler and a 12-tap system because before there were only five. So they only had the core five before mm-hmm. on tap and now they're able to have a lot more. Nice. And a CO2 line that has aided Phil in being able to get more beers on tap uh, versus before when it was, you know, can, stubby, growler exclusive. Sure. Nice. Right. So, I mean, the availability of getting more beer on tap means more beer in the mouth. Yes. And that's, yes. that's an equation we like. means more visits from me. It's a great equation. And different types of beers in the mouth, yes. right? You can, have, you can have your one-offs on the top as well. And True. Not, not just having mm-hmm. them uh, in the can to take home. Absolutely. So in, once you go inside the brewery, they're seating for about 20 people. Um, I'd say that's generous. Very I, generous. I think 20 yeah. people would be pretty squished. I mean, you're pretty crammed in there. You're not yeah. social distancing in there at all. I will tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, then you can maybe get uh, another 15 or so on the patio during the summer months. Um, and then inside, you can be greeted by the lovely staff of Black Swan. There's Trish, Ted, Greg, Avery, and Alex. Uh, and so Alex does a nice little glass flip thingy, if you will, um, when he serves you. So uh, it is a thing of beauty, I've been told. I've not seen it, but oh, Brad, I guess you've yes, seen it Yes, I've seen times. it a few times. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Alex actually just moved here from New Zealand. Oh, nice. Uh, yes. He, his wife uh, is from the Stratford area, and they're having a baby, so... Uh, he decided to make the trek all the way to Stratford, and he served a bunch of places in England and New Zealand and all those places. Yeah, so this, He find, knows what he's doing. I find this funny, and this, this speaks to I, really kind of like quaint Stratford, right? <laughs> and how Black Swan is like the epitome of that as well. Because very rarely do we list all the staff members <laughs> of the brewery. In and I probably forgot a couple. I'm mean, yeah, like, I oh, Jamie's like, there. Jamie's there too. Right. The, these are just the people that Brett knows on a first name yes. basis. Yeah. And yeah. Greg came from Scotland. Oh, actually, Italian. Yes. yes. So remember the beginning? You said, "Oh, yeah. why the Scottish accent?" Said my own joke. There you go. You almost <laughs> forgot about what we were talking about offline. I know. It's amazing. How I forget things. <laughs> so before we continue, I think it's it's pertinent for us to say that we have all 
been there? Yeah, I, I've been there once, and that say, was this this past summer when I when I did my Stratford trip. Right, I think, and none uh, of us got an invite, and we were literally right down right down near him. him. Yeah, but yeah, I get you were you were working, so I could have. Sorry, what? You know, <laughs> I, was, I was working. Yeah, yeah, I you were working. <laughs> Brett was. Both, both of us could have took it, taken the time off to come down and have a pint with you yeah. and I'd leave and your wife. Yes. Uh, but anyways, uh, next year. So right? uh, Colby, Brett, myself have been there numerous times. Yes. And then Chris, you just the one time. Just the one time. Very yeah. nice. I thought that we should probably put that in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, before Brett's just gonna, talking about some of the beers. Which is going to tie into how many beers we've had from the brewery itself. Uh, so speaking of Black Swan beers that have been produced, 116 different ones with an average rating of 3.68 out of 5 with about 20,000 different check-ins. That's pretty good. Yeah, right? Solid, I mean, it's been, yeah. it's been around for, what, eight, nine years now? So. Yeah. yeah. Um, myself, I've had 38 of those. So that's a good percentage, mm-hmm. almost like my batting average, which might be selling myself a little low, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the highest rated I've had is the Paul Bellini, which is like a Kids in the Hall reference, uh, Peach Wheat at 4.75. Wow, I've, no fives for you from no, from no. Black Swan. <laughs> no. That's probably the it. most surprising thing. Actually, yeah. if you look back to the job site, I haven't had a five from job site either. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, and just a, a point of clarification on that, that would make your batting average a 328, which seems about right, which is lower than mine. Um, so we move on to the next one. So I've had nine, and my highest was the Cranberry Wild Child, uh, which I give it a 4.25. Yeah, I've had five, uh, and my highest rated was Peaches and Dreams, which was a 425, which actually is uh, the pint that I had while I was there on the patio. There you go. And Colby, uh, obviously, I'm sure people have figured out, might be from the Stratford local area because he's had 23 of them. Yeah. Uh, and his highest rated was a Raspberry Cheesecake Wild Child at a 4.5. Yeah. And then that's one thing I want to point out, too, is the, that Wild Child series, right? Yes. Like that's, there's a that's, bunch of them. There's some good beers coming out of that. Absolutely. And that's their Sour Series, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was out of a cask, too. Yeah. Wow. I'm, glad, I'm glad he remembers that. I'm That's glad, good for I'm, him. I'm glad that you didn't read what he wrote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was served in a casket. Yes. No, anyway. Uh, food-wise, uh, Black Swan does have a specialty hot dog of the week. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Right? Big fan of hot dogs, Chris? I like a good hot dog. You like it with a glass of milk or no? Uh, no. Anyway, uh, so you can get base toppings, of course, but they like to jazz it up. So some of the previous versions include like a pizza dog, a carnival one, so one with popcorn on top of it, a Caesar salad dog, so literally like just a big pile of Caesar salad on top of your hot dog, a mm-hmm. uh, Big Mac one, a mac and cheese one, you know, they venture, you know, a so side of So we need a craft beer connoisseur's corn dog. Yeah. Sure. See, I, I always like the idea of these loaded hot dogs, but then when you go to actually eat it, it's like how it's are you functional. gonna? Yeah, how are you gonna get it all in your mouth at yeah. the same time? Well, I guess you'll have to go back and find it. Well, it's the same thing as uh, I believe. What is it? Merit has the sausages. Yes, they yes, do. Right, yeah. and it's That's the right. same sort of thing. It's yep. yeah. yeah, good. And then also you can grab some snacks like locally made pepperettes and uh, popcorn. Yes. Nice. So why don't you talk about some of the events, Chris? Yeah. So they do every Tuesday. This is something that would be right up my alley. Uh, Casks and crokinole. Caskets and crokinole. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a new cask is created. I guess every Tuesday. That's pretty cool. Uh, sometimes a twist on a you know a recipe like a cinnamon bun porter, uh, or maybe something crazy like gosa with uh, yumaboshi, yuzi, yuzu, and market li- lime leaf. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what many of those things are. Oh yeah, um, yuzu is though. I do know what Yuzu is yeah. uh, back from season one, but I, I definitely would love to play Crokinole while while drinking Aww. beer. I'm a big fan of Crokinole. Me too. 
Uh, and then Wednesdays. Colby is as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yes. Right? You we should make that a, a foursome? Bigger fan of the cast and the Crokinole. Mm-hmm. Well, we should have a craft beer connoisseur's tournament. Well, I, I mean, say. I think the three of us could probably go into like an A tournament. And yeah. We can maybe go down to a C. Yeah, at least a C. C for cast. Maybe right. lower. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, for Crokinole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Wednesdays, they've got $5 pints. I guess that's all day. So Yes, you can you're... usually find me there on Wednesdays. I like a good deal. <laughs> so why go Thursday when you have to pay six bucks when you there go you Wednesday go. and get, f- get it for five? Uh, so Black Swan's IPA has gotten themselves into some southwestern Ontario LCBOs, as well as different craft beer bars and bottle shops, uh, as mentioned because of the expansion of the product in terms of being able to get more product at the door. For sure. Go ahead. You, you want to do this? some delivery? Yeah. yeah, you like delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it's not delivery. It's delicious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so delivery, yeah, you can get free local same-day delivery within Stratford, um, and that's a minimum of 24. And then Tavistock, St. Mary's, and London get free local delivery on Fridays. Wow. So you want to make sure that you get your order in time so that way you can get it on a Friday. That's now, true. for the hours of Black Swan, Sunday to Monday, 12 to 5, Tuesday to Saturday, 11 to 9. So if you do the math on that, I think that is seven days out of seven days. They are that open is. seven days a week, there and I am there at least three of them. Jeez. I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> at least one or two. No, just Wednesday for sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Cheapo. All right. Well, as always, we're going to link to their information so you can get in touch with them. And let's roll on with the first beer. All right, we're back. So big thank you to Teddy. Yes. Ted. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he, I know he, Teddy is Ted. Uh, Teddy is Ted. Yeah. Teddy. I know it's Teddy. Yeah, Teddy. I also know him as the person who gives me the beer yeah. on Wednesdays. There you go. I haven't talked to I haven't <laughs> talked to Teddy in forever. Teddy. Well, you know what? How are you doing? Catch up. Let's catch up sometime. No, let's go together sometime. Oh, yeah. We both work five minutes away from each other. On a Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, why wouldn't you get a deal? We keep pushing that. And we also want to thank uh, Greg uh, from Black Swan for sending us the beers. So, uh, well, I mean, by sending it, literally putting them in my hand. I was there when I got them. <laughs> it's not like they got it like, shipped that, to us. That there is called a full send. A full send, indeed. <laughs> right on, brother. Uh, the first beer we're going to have today. Is their IPA, which was previously mentioned by Chris, um, with the name of IPA. Um, it is a 6.5% ABV and 65 IBUs. Yes, so this is your classic American West Coast style IPA with an abundance of late edition hops and dry hopping to emphasize the tropical fruit and light pine aroma. Hops utilized in here include Chinook, Amarillo, and Mosaic with five different varieties of malts within the beer itself. Nice. Uh, so, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons and on Untapped at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. So, the rating for this IPA is 3.77 out of 5 with 2,700 check ins. Um, fun fact almost half of the check ins are either 3.75 or 4. So, that makes sense why the average is 3.75. Um, Seven. 3.77. Right. Sorry. 3.77. Uh, so there's been 888 draft check-ins at 3.84. Uh, must be everyone getting a $5 pint. And then uh, 494 can check-ins at 3.72. Uh, 75 out of fives. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I have had this. Yes. Um, I have as well. Oh, I was going to say, and same with Colby as well. But I don't um, think you have, Chris. I have not. This is not one of the, the why uh, I, five that I've had. The reason why I do say is because I did have it on draft, actually, at the local Boston Pizza. So they do hmm, uh, collaborate with some of the uh, Yeah, the they're in a lot of the bars in town, like Boar's so Head and Mercer was, and all that stuff. Yep. Figured it was a good time to tie that puppy in. You and your Boston Pizza. 
I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I go there. I bet you got a gift card from there sitting there that you got four years ago. Hey, so, you're the one that what? always say that you're a finger cooker, so. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay, uh, grab your can, grab your glass, and let's open her up. Watch that nicely filled right to the top, eh? It is. Getting all 355 milliliters of it. I had a tight tab, too, so hard to get my finger under it. Uh, So, of course, this is an IPA. We are drinking out of an IPA glass, so make sure to use your proper glassware. How's everybody's pours? Uh, Splendid. Yours? Good. I was waiting for you to come back and say, like, oh, my face pours are doing great. Uh, that's later conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Pours good. Nice uh, head on it. I was gonna say nice frothy kind of head. Yeah. Nice tight kind of uh, bubbles to it, which mm-hmm. is nice to see. Um, pr- pretty good consistency throughout. Yeah. And that's kind of what you expect from the IPA. This is their main staple, right? So I don't think this is gonna fall too far off. Here. Yeah. A little little golden in color. We probably will see some lacing with this, just the way that the head retention has been. And yep. I'm sure it'll kind of keep as we go through, uh, throughout. You yep. guys getting anything on the nose? Because I certainly am. As soon as I, as soon as I cracked it open, started pouring it. Getting that pine. Pine and citrus on, a, the, on the yeah, nose. A lot of nose citrus. Yeah. A lot of nose citrus. Nose <laughs> citrus. Getting up in the nostrils. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hanging out there for a bit. Um, yeah. Want to get into a little sippy poo poo? I, I do. I'll get into the sip and not the poo. Oh, my God. He's on one today, folks. He's on one today. All right. You guys drinking it? I'll get into it now, too. Mm, that's nice. Right? It yeah. Makes, it makes me want to take a second sip right after. Um, that, that gets you a good rating right there. If Chris has to go automatically back for a second <laughs> sip right away. Yeah, it is nice. And like I, uh, when we were telling, you know, the stats of, of this beer is 65 IBU, but uh, it doesn't come off overly bitter at all, um, which you might. It is a West Coast, but it, it doesn't really have that bitterness of a West Coast, I wouldn't say. Yeah. yeah, very, very traditional West Coast style. Obviously, I mean, I've had this beer a few times in my day, but uh, it never it never fails. Right. It's always one of those ones that you can have in your fridge and try to say, right. Tried exactly. Yeah, you just, definitely. If you're looking for one that's consistent, that, you know, is going to be good no matter what, every time this would be a prototypical West Coast IPA to hit to. Yeah, it's, it's very smooth. It's, it's nice going down. You guys have already hit on some of the other flavors that I'm picking up mm-hmm. as well. Um, it's there, there's no real surprises. Right. And I no. think that it's nice to have that, um, you know, what to expect. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, and there is citrus flavor to it, but it, I was expecting a little bit more flavor yeah. of citrus uh, based on the nose than I am actually getting. I would agree with that. You're getting yeah. more pine. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, more pine. Yeah, more citrus on the nose, more pine in the in the the flavor mm-hmm. as she, she drinks down. Yes. Um, so the last time I did have this was August 26, 2020. Um, I don't know about you guys, but that might come into some of the. Um, I don't know if you can compare it to. We do have a bit it, more uh, knowledge than yeah. last time that you would have had it for sure. Yeah, yeah right. I agree. It, it, it's a little bit different than the the first time that. So what you're uh, saying your rating might be different than what you would have rated the last time? Not necessarily. Not well, necessarily. But we'll find out. Yeah. Guess what? It's possible. We'll see, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Colby said the first time was New Year's Eve, 2019. For what? Oh, beer for this beer. For oh, the this last beer. Time I thought it was tying into the end conversation too. No, no okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, top five flavor profiles off of that uh, horrible mistake. Uh, number one, hoppy. 
Uh, you know, I, I'm going to say probably the the pine is going to be number one for me. Uh, Hoppy does slide in the top five, but not a number one. Pine. Yeah, I would say Hoppy's there, but not necessarily the number one flavor. I would agree. Number two is smooth. Yeah, I, I think this is a pretty smooth IPA, actually. Yeah, um, it, it goes agree. down smooth, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after four or five, it hits you pretty good, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I would know from experience. Point, yeah, six and a half percent. <laughs> six and a half is going to get you pretty good. Yeah. Uh, number three is piney. This is where I'd put hoppy. So you would switch so hoppy would, and yeah. piney? Yeah. 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 Okay. Final's one, hoppy be three for me. Yeah. Colby would agree with that. Uh, good. Pine, I'm glad we agree. One as well. Uh, four is fruity. Yeah, see, I think this is a bit of a cop out. Like, I would go, I would go citrus. I, I can't really pick out like exactly which citrus fruit is in it, uh, but I would be a little bit more specific and say citrus than fruity. See, you get the citrus flavor more so if you swish it around in your mouth for a minute. Oh, maybe not a minute. Maybe a couple, sw- <laughs> a couple seconds. Just swishing around for a minute. Swish, yeah, swish yeah let, me, let me swish it. I I, I will around. say the citrusiness is uh, if that's a word is mostly on the back end. That's yes. where I'm getting it. Yeah. yeah. And for me, the citrus isn't necessarily fruit juice. What I'm getting from the citrus is more rind or oily. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's kind of how I'm picking up. I don't think Fruity's kind of does it justice. No, honest. I don't think. And so I would either. also not put it as number four either way. Mm-hmm. Um, number five is light. It's uh, it's tough. Uh, I don't think light should be involved with that. No, I don't think. so. I think more so you're getting that mouth feel, and I think producer Kobe is uh, there with me as well. Um, you know, it's again, it's one of those beers that uh, it's a good staple to have, right? Yeah, and um, you can't fail you. For sure. Um, okay, Chris, why don't you jump into some? Yeah. So, uh, in terms of untapped users, uh, we're gonna find out what they think about this. Brett, you you're up first. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so this first one's from Scott H, and his handle is S R Hillier. On November fourth, uh, said citrusy and piney. Sorry, November fourth of twenty twenty two. Oh yeah. Okay. Because you know twenty twenty two. Matters. Now. Uh, there uh, you go. Right. Yeah. So citrusy and piney with a medium bitter dry finish. Decent overall. Uh, 3.5 out of 5. Very good. The second review comes from Graham G, or the handle GH Lord, Galord, if you will, on September 28th. We don't have the year listed, but let's just say it's September 28th, 2022. Just a classic old school piney and bitter IPA, perhaps a tad moist. Uh, but you easily you can <laughs> get that word in a review every now and then. No. You'd, you'd gone back to the Pacific Northwest circa 2002. Solid. And give it a 3.5 out of 5. I mean, it's a liquid, so it is moist. <laughs> There's the good comment right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong at all. Solar Star ratings off on this one. I'm going to give it the same rating that I gave it back in August. Um, maybe a little bit different just the way that I see it kind of put together, but still I'm going to give it a 3.5. Um, very consistent, and I feel like it's held up over those two years as a good solid beer, one that you can trust, one that you can rely on. Yeah, I agree. This is a solid beer. Nothing spectacular, but it's not bad at all either. So I'm going to go around my average with a 3.75. Okay. Uh, for me, I've obviously I've had it more times than when I've checked it in and untapped. Um, it's going to stay the same. It's a four for me. Um, I think for this beer, you definitely get the real hop flavor coming through. Okay. And then uh, producer Colby, speaking of coming through, give us his rating of 3.25 out of five. 
and then he has to go do math. This there, is great. There's some more information there if you want to read that. Oh, I mean, he's had it in a taster, a stubby bottle, uh, probably a full pint on tap. He's had every single way of having this beer. Now I had it in a can. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to give us an overall score for Untapped of 3.625. Well, so. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Well, yeah, I was going to say, we're going to round that up. Okay. Yes. Three point three point seven five. Yeah. Three point seven five. It is. <laughs> you wanted to jump in, so I was just like, "All right, go ahead. That's all right." Sorry, I, I was just uh, I was eager to get to the next beer. So why don't we do that now? The second beer we're and having we're today. Back. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for it. No, let's I, open her up. I'm self conscious about it. Oh, no. I know. Yeah, so you, what's going to be your transition in now? I don't know. I'll have to think of something the new. second yeah. beer. You gave me like a, a complex now. Oh, that's oh. cute. Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. A podcast complex. <laughs> well, the second beer we're having is the Black Black Swan Porter. There you uh, go. Of course, beer is called Porter. Uh, it comes in at 5.3% ABV with 45 IBUs. So this one is heavy on dark malt, and it's well-balanced, which gives, which will impart notes of chocolate and coffee to the nose and palate, while offering a satisfying, exceptionally smooth finish. Well done. Thank you. Chinook hops again. <laughs> Used within this beer uh, with eight different types of malt. Eight? Eight different types. Yeah. The IPA was five. This yeah, is this eight. is uh, one more than seven, one less than nine in terms of malts. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Somebody went to the after-school special. <laughs> now, this is uh, the fourth porter that we've had on the podcast, and all three have been rated above the global average. From us. Yes, well, yeah. Yeah, presumably, yes. Yeah. Who, else would, who else would have rated above I, the I global think we're average? following that through line. God, I'm, yeah. glad can, yeah. I'm glad we can read it. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, we'll see if the trend uh, holds true here. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what it does. So, it untapped the porter has 1,640 check-ins, and you might be thinking... I'm one of them, and I am not. Mm. I know, right? None of us are, actually. Exactly. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, Usually when I go to Black Swan, it's, you know, maybe a Sally Den, which is their uh, light pilsner or an IPA, sometimes a wild chow, but never really a porter until right now. So in terms of check-ins, it has an average rating of 3.73 out of 5. And draft and can, both the same rating of 3.74. Makes wow. sense. Okay. We didn't go to, you know, extra decimal points to figure out exactly how close they are. Consistent. Yeah. And there's 39 five out of fives. Producer Colby right on it. Let me tell you. Very good. He is so, pretty excited about the porter. So what you're insinuating here is that we may or may not, but probably will have a higher than the 3.73. Like that's the target line. Correct. Correct. But also. If, if everything from the past stays true. I also say that if we have this beer three years ago. Yes. Our rating's a lot lower than what it might be today. Sure. We because have we have expanded our knowledge and know exactly what to kind of look for. Exactly. And we're not, uh, you know, a little bit stout or porter shy anymore. Yeah. We wouldn't touch a porter or a stout with a 10-foot pole three years ago. You, now we touch it with a one-foot pole. You, myself, for sure. But Chris would have enjoyed them. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, yeah Chris I, I didn't mind them. All right. Let's grab this can. You might uh, see that the black swan is not black and it's a different color than the last one. And let's open her up. A little bit of a hesitation move there for everybody. At I home. will also say, and this is a local shout out to one of my friends, but uh, I'm waiting for the Garrett Swan beer eventually. He said I had to shout him out on the podcast today, so there's your shout out. 
There you go. Well, uh, we are drinking this porter out of a nonic pint, so make sure to use your proper glassware. Ooh, what a nice pour. Oh, right? all of us. You're right? It's There's almost like it's almost like we've taken like a course or something like that that has <laughs> how to just pour just not how an English course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this is like the triplets here. Uh very consistent uh from all three of us. Uh, so. quadruplets, I mean Come on. Well, yeah, Colby's is a is a little bit lackluster. I that wasn't gonna right. call him out, but sounds here we right. are. Sorry, I just it I like to is. know that I'm better than somebody else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> you know that fits your personality. Well, the three <laughs> the three connoisseurs are pouring like connoisseurs, as we should. Yeah, uh, as we should. Guess. What do you guys got? Well, I have the beer. <laughs> yes, you you have the beer in your glass. Uh, dark like a porter. No surprises there. Uh, like we kind of mentioned, pretty thick. Uh, head here, yes. uh, tan head as you would expect from a, a porter or a stout. Um, the bubbles are really thick. Eh? Yes, I, like I've been moving around. It's it's a nice frothy head, and like the the retention of it's good, but like the the movement of the head, like you can really mix it up, like pretty good. It's got like a good milkshakey kind of mm-hmm. uh, consistency to, to the oh, head. Oh, that's it, a, yeah. It's it's nice. It's very nice. Um, picking up obviously some of that that coffee. Chocolatey. Yeah, I think the, the flavors malts. are both well balanced in terms of chocolate and coffee. There's nothing on the nose. one sticking out from the other. It's just neutral yeah. both both ways. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. I'm going to be honest with you. I think this uh, this might bode well. It might not too. Yeah. <laughs> it might be awful. We'll find no, out. It's not going to be awful. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> to right now. Yeah. We, <laughs> we didn't have a commercial break involved, so I guess we should probably drink it, right? Yeah. Let, let, let's take I'll, a sip here. I'll drink it. You want to drink it too? Yeah, yeah I think we should all drink it. it. You, you fill some time, Chris. All right. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't usually fill time, but I don't. I don't know what to say here. Uh, just watching you guys uh, mm. drink your <laughs> drink your porter. Okay, you're up. How do you like it? Go ahead. Yeah, you should probably drink now. Try and get some of that head in with that sip as well. Definitely a lot heavier on the chocolate than I thought. Almost like a dark dark chocolate. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I think as you kind of go through it, you're going to find some of that dark chocolate kind of come through. Um, I, I'm also getting like a deep, dark roast. Yes. yes. I'm not exactly, you know, too familiar with the Colby, kinds of roast. Colby just like locked eyes with me and gave me the up and down movement. Yeah. There's an agreement. That, there. that yeah. head nod, yeah. I like that. I, I definitely too. agree with the roastiness. Like this really reminds me of uh if you guys recall uh sorry colby but uh when we uh <laughs> when we went to uh, another brewery in, in uh, stratford job site and we and we brewed our the, our beer and we tasted the actual malts like this is the chocolate malt like it, it's really coming through it reminds me of uh, you know eating the malt yeah. it makes sense that the chocolate malt is one of the eight malts used yeah, but it's it's definitely the saying. most yeah. the Pro- most no, the most one that's coming yes. through yeah, most. Absolutely. Yeah. There's I that agree. strong predominant malt yeah. in there. Um, I do agree with you, and I think that like it's nice to see that um, flavor transpose from the actual malt into the beer, uh, because sometimes you can see it kind of get lost or like, yeah. subdued, and it follows through um, really nicely. And um, over the the Christmas break, I was talking to uh, my, my wife's. Uh, cousin, I guess a cousin of mine now too, I suppose. Oh, I, th- I thought you were like pluralizing your wife. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no this isn't sister wives, don't worry. <laughs> Even that's falling apart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, coffee and how I haven't had, like, I've never had a glass, a cup of coffee ever. 
Um, closest I've ever came was uh, <laughs> this beer, like a, like a cafe mocha. And I said, yeah. the thing is, is like I don't, I've never had a cup of coffee, but I still enjoy now. And this goes back to your earlier conversation there, Brett, about um, you know how we would have looked at stouts and porters a little bit differently years ago. But opening it up and getting that that coffee flavor, and this is a, like a dark roast. It's it's very yeah. nice. It's very. Pleasant. I'm I'm not put off by this flavor anymore. No. No. I'm not going to go out to Starbucks and buy a five dollar, you know whatever the heck they serve kind of coffee a five dollar yeah you'd be getting the smallest thing there yeah, yeah. venti something probably but. venti means 20 <laughs> sure anyway uh, yeah i don't like starbucks as you can quote, tell but, but uh yes um <laughs> do you want to get to the top five flavor profiles sure then? let's do that yeah so number one coffee yeah i think it's up there yeah, yeah definitely one of yeah. one of the top three can for we do me. can we do like a one a one b uh, you know, I'm going to. Yeah, I, I would say that the coffee and the the chocolate um, are one A one B, and I would describe both as dark, dark coffee, mm-hmm. dark chocolate. But also, did you notice how when I said that fifty um, percent kind of on the nose was chocolate, fifty percent coffee? Mm-hmm. You're also getting the fifty percent coffee, fifty percent chocolate. It's mixed in there. on the taste. Yeah, absolutely. So that's proven yeah. to be consistent, right? Which is nice to see. Thanks, yeah, I? I I'd say it's more like. <laughs> <laughs> It's the coffee up front, and then the chocolate comes the in on the back end. Yeah. 100% for me. Yeah. Yes. Carry on. Awesome. Uh, number two, dark. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, Colby points this out. Not really a flavor, but I... It does look dark. Yeah. Dark right? in color and dark in taste. Yeah. Sure. Pardon me. I took another sip. Number three, roasty. Yeah. Yeah, it is definitely roasty, and, and Colby's saying this would be his number one. Um, it... This one, like, it's roasty, but that's kind of almost describing the coffee, coffee. and the chocolate, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. I agree with you. So I think three is an appropriate place for it. Four, smooth. Are you okay? Yeah. Heck, apparently. I've been this last couple days. My bad. Smooth. You know what? It's not as smooth as I think it probably could have been, yeah. or I would almost, if it was smoother, I might enjoy it a little bit more. Not you know what, enjoy, though? Yep. Like, with a smooth porter or stout sometimes it comes off as thin which you don't want like i think this is um this is an appropriate amount of smoothness if you will (laughs) and number five strong yeah Yeah, i think i think strong is more like bold right like you Mm -hmm. get bold coffee you get bold chocolate the flavors are hitting you in the face. Well, and I, guess and the I look up here now because I'm getting a kind of hand wave from Colby. Um, almost the, the equivalent to that would be heavy, right? Mm-hmm. So bold, a heavy kind of flavor. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say chocolate is, you know, obviously missing from this top five, and I would throw that yeah. in. Which is also yeah, interesting because this is um, 1.2% lighter on the ABV than the IPA. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting in terms of how it might drink heavier, but the alcohol content is actually a lot less. For sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so, and speaking of, you know, other things and people and untapped, Tyler. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so Colby, uh, does say, uh, uh, 4.13 on the nitro, which would actually be very enjoyable. So it'd be nice to see how that is, but I will get into the untapped user, which was Christy T, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a big phony on this one. Uh, handle is fake beer geek. <laughs> Call yourself out, I suppose. Yep. Uh, on December second, stated bitter taste, but a friendly bitter, like very mm. dark chocolate. Give it a four point five out of five. Okay. You know what? I would. Yeah, right. it's kind of bitter. Maybe that could have been thrown into the top five. Yeah. Is that but bitterness? Right. This could be like a 
a seven, uh, one of those beers where you have like seven selections, I yeah. would say, for the flavor profiles. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, so the next one comes from Lawrence D. Uh, Lawrence Dugai on September 26th said, A gift from the brother-in-law from his Stratford trip. Distinct notes of chocolate, clean and smooth, almost creamy. It's light for a porter and quite enjoyable. And Lawrence gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, so, in terms of our ratings, uh, I'll yeah. get this started. As we mentioned, none of us have, have had, the, or at least rated this on, on top before. Sure. Um, so, I w- I'm going to go the same as uh, the IPA on this one and go with a 3.75. Okay. Um, I'm thinking maybe next time when I go to Black Swan, uh, I might have actually like a full pint of this. And I never thought I'd say this before I had it. Um, I'm gonna on also- Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Always Definitely Wednesday. going on Wednesday. Uh, I'm going to give this 3.75. I'm going to stick with you in terms of the rating there, Chris. Tyler? Very good. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see this be a little bit more creamer than what it, what it is mentioned. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's a very solid beer. Um, one thing I did want to mention, too, is the alcohol content of this. This, this is a nice kind of winter beer where you could have two um, even three of them and not feel, you know, very heavy in the gut and not heavy on the alcohol. So uh, a, a very nice, pleasant beer. Um, I'm going to give this just a little bit more than my average at the 3.75 as well. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> me. Uh, producer Colby is going to give it a 3.5. So this is actually a, you, you go ahead and give us the final, final score, but I think we know where we're at with this. Yeah. So uh, we're at an, you know, when you do the math, it's a 3.6875, but of course, we're going to round that up to a 3.75 with three of us doing a 3.75. Now, I bring it back to the 3.73, I believe, was the global average on this. So mm. technically, we are lower than that this time. Ah. So the yeah. trend has been broken, friends. Or maybe we were using the rounded up average uh, but previously, we'll have to talk to Colby who yeah. uh, put together some yeah, he, he those, those, those facts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There there's definitely something to be figured out somewhere. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that concludes the review of Black Swan and the beers that they provided for today's episode. Very nice. So, up next, we're going to discuss our school memories growing up. All right, and we're back. We are. So originally owned by middle school teachers, Black Swan, that is, as we previously uh, discussed, this is where I met Phil, Philip, my boy, uh-huh. um, in Stratford at Hamlet Public School. So that has inspired today's conversation as school memories, which I will have one of Phil, because oh. I'm that kind of guy oh. that does All not right. forget absolutely anything. So this is going back many, many years, I would say almost grade three. Three or four. Wow. I'm looking forward to that That's story. Like Let me tw- tell you. 20 something years ago. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate my life. Um, wow. Okay. So what we're gonna negative do, on that. Okay. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're not going to include anything from university and college. We've already kind of talked yes. about that previously. Yeah. So let's keep it to um, K to 12. How about that? K to 12. If you got a preschool one, I've got one too. You want to throw that in? We'll like I remember preschool. I do not remember Come preschool. No. I do. I remember my own birth. Okay. So. <laughs> Let's go through. Um, do do you guys have ones from different? Uh, so you want to do like uh, let's do kind of elementary school and then high school. Elementary do, school, do you get middle school? Yeah, if you I went got, there yeah, and then high school. Wow, well, I mean, my I, elementary school is also middle school. Like, yeah, I didn't have a middle there, school. So. I just went from K, it was back then. It was K to eight, right? Yeah, K to for, eight, and then you, high school. Yeah. For for me, I had uh, grade seven to eight was separate. 
guess I guess like you yeah, went to a Hamlet. brand new school. Yes. Yeah, because oh, Hamlet was only K to six. I actually yeah. went to a couple different schools because it was supposed to be K to six. Um, but I went to one school all the way up until grade one. So I did kindergarten in another school and they did one to six because my siblings were actually in that other school. So my mom didn't want to yeah. do the traveling to do different schools. So yeah. elementary, why don't I just knock this one right out of the park? Yeah, you go ahead first. My, uh, friend, if you will, um, you know, Phil, uh, <laughs> friend at the time for yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We were, we were, we were good buds and it's, it's too bad that, I mean, this is what happens, right? You just get older and uh, you grow apart a little bit, but I'd love to sit down and have a beer with Phil, uh, maybe on Wednesday at Black Swan. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> be there. I'll be for there. For $5 pints. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. this is more of a story about Phil than it is about me, but, um, at Hamlet, we went ahead and they put up new basketball nets. And so they had on the school, they drilled them into the school, right? The, the, the backboard and the net. And then on the other side, they put the pole up. Yeah. Well, Phil and I were similar stature. Very small, skinny guys. And still are. Similar yeah. stature. Yeah, absolutely. You wouldn't know, but I do. I, I, I know what Phil looks like. I, <laughs> I see him on Instagram as well. I um, see him in person. But he's at the point. Go there ahead. you go. So... Uh, Phil was actually running down, trying to go for a nice little layup or a basket of some sort, and uh, might have been tripped, might have tripped himself, tough to say, but ended up going tooth first into the pole. Yikes. And mm. demolished his front tooth, chipped his tooth. I was right beside him when it happened. And um, Did I, you trip him? I did not. I was right beside him, but enough distance between uh, that it was not me. Uh, because he's my boy and, uh, what ended up happening is his tooth went right into the pole and I'm actually curious if it's the same pole there, because if it is, there still would be a tooth mark in it. Like it dented the pole and, <laughs> and took out half his tooth. We might have to do some investigation on this. So, uh, Phil, yeah. when you're listening to this episode, I hope your, your tooth is doing well. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> and, Jesus uh, I'll, I'll come into the black swan sometime for a pint. Go into black swan, check his teeth. See how yeah. they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then uh, beer wants, and everything. Let's go next. Uh, I'll go next since I'm next to you. Um, my most favorite memory of elementary school. So I went to a very, very old school called Mitchell Public from K to six. And uh, there's two things. One, my grade one teacher was so lazy <laughs> that in, we were in the basement of Mitchell Public. And instead of going up the steps, walking you all the way, told the yeah, you've told the story. But still, I'm just gonna say it again. Yeah, okay, you know, all walking right. all the way across the school and going down the steps. I could finish this story. In order yeah. to go to the computer lab, we just walk through the boiler room. Walk right through the boiler room. Walk right through the boiler room. <laughs> yep. Second one is um, oh, right, two. Yes, I said two earlier. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, yeah. Is my grade four French class? Okay, actually four, five, and six because it was in the same room. Um, there below on the first level was, I think, a 3-4 split. Maybe a 4-5 split, doesn't matter. And if you wanted to distract them, all you had to do was stomp on the floor. And then the lights would flicker below. So told our, this one he's too. also told Well, this. you're wanting me to do elementary school stuff, and then this is what I'm saying. I don't have many memories from there, and I'm telling them the memories I have, but yeah, apparently I've already told them. So, That's good. Uh, Interesting. You know, like old uh, mini sticks underneath the gymnasium uh, mezzanine. There you go. Cool. <laughs> good stories, Brett. All right. Well, <laughs> my elementary school memory that I'll share kind of is similar to the one you, you mentioned, Tyler, where in, in terms of it involves a, an injury, mm -hmm. uh, this one to myself, 
So, uh, do you guys remember Reading Buddies? Did you have Reading yes. Buddies? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Brett still has them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called my daughter. Oh. <laughs> I read to her every night. So there oh, you I go. Bet she reads to you. So cute. <laughs> um, so I think I was probably in grade three, and my Reading Buddy would have been like grade six or Five, seven. Six. I would okay. say something like that. Okay. Um, anyways, we were out at recess, and it was the winter time, and we had this. I don't know. There's this sheet of ice that had formed uh, on the playground. Yeah. And we were all sliding on our feet down the sheet of ice. Uh, And so, you know, I took my turn. And then my reading buddy, uh, for whatever reason, tripped me. And I fell, hit my head on the ice, um, and uh, got pretty pretty badly injured. I remember being in the office and the secretary was washing my my head. And there was blood dripping into the sink. And it was... uh, yeah, not nice. Not not a nice reading buddy. It was just done for dramatic effect. They actually had red food coloring. They yeah. just wanted to scare you, so they just put Apparently, it he didn't want to read. Yeah. yeah, I know. He didn't like me, I guess. I guess I'll take uh, producer Colby's here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because your stories were so great. Well, I mean, uh, I do remember Nukem Ball, though. Yeah, That was a great time. It's spelled incorrectly on the screen, but I remember how it was I done. I do yeah. not know Nukem Ball. No, yeah, oh. because you did not go to school in Perth County. I Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fun fairs, like the... the Sure. The fundraising, a lot of games in the gym, you know, cost tokens, uh, the grade seven Kiwanis dances, yeah. probably playing Aerosmith. I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. With your arms fully extended. Exactly. Buddy, like, I... Social distancing <laughs> dancing. It's a great time. <laughs> not this guy. Not Colby? Not, no. no, not me. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't speak for Colby. Didn't dance with anybody. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me Wallflower. Tell you. <laughs> and uh, actually his parents. So good job to. He danced with his parents? <laughs> <laughs> Job, well, I mean, I mean, good job, Colby. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, actually, came up with the slogan, which I believe the slogan for the school, the slogan for the school. Uh, God, they were really looking for slogans, weren't they? Uh, which they still use today, which is planting the seeds up for tomorrow. Mm. Which is concerning uh, yes. in so many different ways. I mean, it is a rural that. school, so I understand the whole aspect of it. Yeah, I but, don't uh, think I want anybody in my schools planting their seeds anywhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's what I'm saying. Uh, middle school. You guys go to middle school? You have 7-8? I think Harlan? you're the only one for middle school. Well, I guess I technically went K-6 to Metro Republic and 7-8 to Upper Thames, but Upper Thames was K-8. to So oh, I guess okay. technically, yeah, if okay. you get what I mean, right? Okay. So, so for middle school, I'll keep it short then. Um, we were the last graduating class of King Lear. Um, and you'll see this is Stratford, right? Hamlet, King Lear, Romeo, Juliet. Yeah. You know, that's just how the schools are named. Um, at King Lear, we were the last graduating class. And every single graduating class that came before us would go ahead and have the Quebec grade eight trip. Oh, yeah. Everybody loved yeah. the grade eight Quebec yeah. trip, right? Quebecois, yes. Yeah, not us. They said the school's closing. <laughs> the hell with you. You're going to Camp Celtic. <laughs> so we got shipped. Where is Camp Celtic? I don't remember where it is. Up in the Bruce. Bruce Peninsula. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So we went ahead and they said, nah, the school doesn't have funds anymore because we're no longer having grade seven and eight. The heck with you. Uh, you're going to camp. So nice. I went up to the camp and put my face in some cold water and had a great time, which I didn't because I ended up in like a cabin full of... Just misfits, and it was just not a great time. Nice. But uh, I'll, I'll keep the middle one, uh, middle school story short and sweet. Have you told uh, this one? No, okay, I don't great. think I have. Uh, cool. Airband competition? No, go ahead. No, uh, I mean I was in airband, but uh, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Uh, grade eight airband competition. They hit, put a big high jump mat off the stage, 
So I ran to do a <laughs> jump on the stage, and then I broke my pinky to the point where the, today my pinky still is not straight. Uh, we got broken right. pinkies all up. Yeah, broken place. pinkies all up. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm good. I no got pinky two good pinkies. Over. So pretty much, instead of doing like a belly flop, I should have done a front flip. I went and broke my pinky. Which is funny because I've <laughs> like it's you. And I think belly flop. I don't know why. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, right. Chris, high school, high school. Let's go to high school. High school, all right. Yeah, let's go to high school. Um, I'll round it out. You guys go first. Yeah. I'll finish it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so high school. Um, ew, I don't know. Uh, high school. I'll go uh, prom. I was a. I was the prom king of my school. So uh, how many people graduated grade twelve with you? Uh, 400 <laughs> yeah and they picked you yeah so my my girlfriend at the time we uh had dated all through high school so we were kind of like the Shoo-in. the the prom king oh, yeah, and queen. Yeah. yeah he rated number one default yeah, yeah. it's like oh they, they they've been around a while let's give it to them <laughs> yeah it, basically right. yeah uh for myself uh i played lots of sports in high school um the big best memory i have is in terms of going to Offset for basketball. I think we worked uh, really hard in terms of doing that. It's nice uh, to watch everybody. Yes, play. and to go from grade... I'm going to actually go back to grade for a second. Whoa, hold on. I'm going to tell you. Where, to the point time. where my teacher at the time, Rick Boone, um, the way I shot my basketball shot, it was like a soccer throw-in. Okay. And he's like, no, nah, that's not going to work for basketball. You're not going to amount to much in basketball. And come fifth year, when we were in the final against St. Mike's, uh, I was in the starting lineup. Because I actually worked as hard as I could through grade nine, grade ten, and all the way through in order to per, not gonna say perfect my shot because if I perfected my shot, it would have been hundred percent of the time. But to the point where I was decent, decent, right? Yeah, good. Exactly. Nice. I, I speak to Rick every year. Yeah. Uh, good job, Bart. You know, every year, same remembrance day. Yeah. <laughs> There's a high school memory again for you. There you go. Do you want to go ahead and read Colby's out? Yes. Uh, yes, because I have a little tie into that one too. So. Uh, I didn't realize he played hockey in high school, but good for him. Um, and currently, York anniversary, or university, not anniversary, uh, in the trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really like York. But uh, track and field, some discus, some javelin, badminton, basketball. Oh, wow. We didn't have discus and javelin in my yeah, high we, school. we didn't. I did that too, but I wasn't as good at it. Um, and this is the best part. Didn't actually go to his own prom because he had a baseball tournament. And showed up to the prom, or the after party in his ball uniform. I also had a baseball tournament at my prom, and I still made it to prom. So there you go. Priorities. Yeah. Yeah, just time, time management. Just gotta figure it out. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, high school memories. There's so there's so many, just so many. Um, I mean, I was very fortunate. I went ahead and, and bought my first car when I was 15. And then could drive when I was 16. And nothing like driving a, a nice 1994 Ford Mustang Red with your dad in the passenger seat. Um, <laughs> but let me tell you, the key to it was to have a girlfriend before that occurred. Um, <laughs> because if... Always I, you and a plan. It makes sense. Let me tell you. if You're I didn't, young. If I, didn't, if I didn't have the girlfriend at the time, I most certainly wasn't going to be getting one for that full year. Uh, regardless of what kind of car I had. But, uh, it, it, I mean, I would go back to high school. I know a lot of people wouldn't, but I, I feel like high school is a, a fun time. I didn't really play as many sports as I wanted to because I focused on the academics and, and the girl at the time, uh, which then later uh, you've heard some of the conversations. Thank God for academics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've heard some of the conversations about uh, stuff after that. But, um, fellas, Colby, that includes you. Anything else you guys want to add? 
No, I don't think I so. I think we're uh, good. I think uh, it was a fun time for all of us. And, uh, you know, we changed a couple things, but at the same time, it was a good ex- learning experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's uh, one thing that we have to do is, is always take uh, a look back at our lives and say, you know what, we wouldn't be where we are today without uh, some of those memories. So we'll be right back with our conclusion. That's all for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. Make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite teacher because after dealing with you, they need a beer too. So from all of us and producer Colby, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.